0: you're tuned into the biggest balls of them all that's right playing with balls podcast we got sports and comedy for that ass you about to go downtown bitch on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks that's right playing with balls podcast you dig
1: hey t how's it going
0: hey what's going on
1: oh not much week one kickoff i'm super excited i feel like we've been asleep all year
0: yeah, seriously, it was definitely a good start to the season, too, at least for the Eagles.
1: Are you, Were you happy on, like when you woke up Sunday and you're like, it's football day?
0: <sighs> well, yeah, I mean, Saturday because of the college games, but then definitely the Eagles on Sunday made it even better.
1: Yeah, well, that was a good Clemson game on Saturday with Auburn. Yeah. I was a little was nervous cr- there for a minute.
0: Yeah, I'm still a little sketchy about the quarterback play, but um, the defense looks really good, which is definitely a plus.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know exactly. I mean, the quarterback, uh, he's doing pretty well, Kelly. Um, but I think that, you know, it's only his second game. Is he a real rookie or a redshirted rookie? I Somebody was asking me that, and I forget.
0: No, he's not either. He's, he's actually been on the team. He's a junior. Oh. Yeah. Um, He's been behind Deshaun the whole time, so oh, that's he has right.
1: No, I'm he thinking has of no the...
0: recognition. He came in as number one dual threat quarterback behind. I forget it was the year before or after. I forget, but he yeah, he's a junior.
1: I I'm thinking of the other guy that was going to start. Cause remember there was Oh, uh,
0: Johnson. Yeah. Nah, he he. Uh, no, nah, I guess he didn't win the rule um, because he, he he's a true freshman. So that's probably why
1: um yeah that's probably why but yeah no they looked really good Eagles looked good I mean Eagles like obviously that's what we're going to talk about Eagles look good but is it just me or I feel like and I hate to say this because I don't want to curse us do we lose like our top like two or three key defensive players in the first game every year I feel like it happens every year like right in the beginning of the season we lose like Somebody really important.
0: Yeah, but that's just NFL. I mean, if you look around the league, there was a lot of guys injured, um, big name players this week. Good news though is, um, Ronald Darby. It looks like he's only going to miss uh, four to six weeks, which is which is a hell of a lot better than what it looked like.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's four to six games, you know. So
0: yeah, I know. Um, I, it's you know still better than nothing, but it, yeah, it does suck. It does seem like we always get shot in the foot a little bit which you're pretty much saying yeah
1: yeah
0: i mean and especially at that position when we really can't afford to lose anybody we don't have any backups that can really play so it does hurt a little bit that he even got injured but they i mean they look good at least with him going out but that doesn't mean going further that it's you know go it's gonna not affect us
1: yeah you know who didn't look good was doug peterson i can't he with those fucking visors on like when did when did it become cool to wear visors it's not cool and i overall you know we did well on offense i have a couple things to say about his play calling though and when he called a couple stupid ass plays i'm like i'm looking and then they're shooting and then you're looking at him the camera shot goes to him it's like after he calls a dumbass play like that one he called with agalore uh at, like early on in the game then you see him in a visor it like adds insult to injury
0: right
1: um, like what you do doing yeah. wearing a visor you know like what are, know. what do you what are you doing his hair he just looks like a well, fucking nerd
0: i mean i guess he's trying to do a chip kelly impersonation because that's what he did too so
1: well, he shouldn't. I don't think that's what he should He shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, it would, be,
0: it would be terrible if, yeah, if he Because called... No, I don't know. But his play calling, I mean, yeah, that play, he did have questionable play calls. I actually, I don't know. That one play to Agar when he threw the backwards pass, that was a. That was just a weird play in general. Um, I think it was actually kind of 50-50, a bad play call, and something that Wentz probably should have, like, looked over he looked over and just threw it he probably knew right when he threw it it was a bad pass too well he didn't have
1: all perfect passes so i mean it was a bad pass but it was also sort of a dumbass play call and there was a couple other things that he did later in the game that i thought wasn't i didn't think they were the best and and i kind of felt it last year too that i kind of felt like he called some questions you know
0: and a lot of people did but Honestly, I'm not 100%. I didn't like some of his play calls, but I'm actually glad he ran the ball. He there was balance finally um, in, you know, the game plan. It wasn't just pass heavy. So at least he like especially when it was going bad, he didn't abandon the run. And that's one thing that I think he really improved on last year. Yeah, some of the plays are like, you know, spotty. Did a lot of screens which, I mean, that could be just because it's the first game of the year or, you know, he needs to get away from that. Like, obviously, you should throw screens to the wide receivers, but um, you know, that as many as he did, it seemed like it was just kind of trying to get everybody, like, in sync with each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll remain to be seen. There was actually, it's kind of funny, an article today. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, uh, just a headline. It could just be gossip. It said Jim Schwartz denies rumors that he's – uh, trying to take Doug Peterson's job. I'd actually heard that before, too. Well,
0: yeah, and I heard the press conference today. They had a press conference, and, it, I mean, I don't know. There's always – they have to have, like, media about something. I mean, they had a good game, and the defense did better than the offense. So that's why it even probably came up. But I, there's, it's not going to, like, you know, that would never happen. They wouldn't just fire Doug and keep him. I don't see Howard Roseman ever doing that. So they kind of just like knocked down like that right when like somebody even said it, like both coaches did, and the general manager is even talking about it too. So I don't, I don't know where that even came from.
1: Yeah, it's I, I probably just gossip.
0: It seems like it, you know they always have to have something to talk about.
1: Yeah. So we, so now that we have a game that we under our belts that we can actually analyze, you know. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so the the good was that we won. The Eagles won, and we beat a yep. d- division rival. wasn't so great. I, uh, you know, I was hoping the Giants would beat the Cowboys, but whatever. I mean, always one of them is going to lose in that matchup, so that's still good <laughs> by default. Yeah, right, but but we but we hadn't beat the Redskins. So the good is number one, we won. Number two, we hadn't beat the Redskins in the, the last six tries, I believe it is.
0: Yeah, it's been a couple of years.
1: Which is crazy because I was talking to uh, my friend Brooke and I was saying, you know, Brooke, and I was saying the Redskins right. are the most fucking annoying team because they're in our division. So losses and, and wins alike to them matter. And we've lost to them in the last uh, six tries. And I always remember thinking like, they're not when's the last time they won the division the Redskins so it's like they're not even good but they they, they're not they've never they haven't won the division in the 2000s as far as I can remember and so
0: they they won with um they won one that I can remember that was with RG3 and I don't think they won with Kirk Cousins I'm not
1: were they did they win the the division though
0: yeah, they did win it. I but and then I think they won with Kirk Cousins once, maybe, or they just made the playoffs and wild card. I'm not sure, but I know they at least made the playoffs. But yeah, no, they're annoying. They never. They always have this hype around them <laughs> that they're going to be like, you know, it's somewhat decent, good with Kirk Cousins, blah blah blah, and they always fold. So it's.
1: They're they're so annoying. They're it's like yeah. that's why I was happy to beat him because I'm like if we lose to the Redskins, the Redskins aren't fucking doing anything with that this year because they never do. My stats were wrong, you're correct. I just uh I forgot about the RG3 year. Probably cuz it was yeah, like a one-hit I mean, wonder.
0: It, like it's really hard to remember the Redskins ever winning just because they usually suck anyway. So Well, and that's it's why very, like very we don't even hate them.
1: Like they I think it's funny when like somebody was talking shit to me, one of my friends who's a Redskins fan was like texting shit to me and was like blah blah blah. I was like, "I don't even care about you enough to talk shit back." Like I I actually don't care about the Redskins. Like I don't hate the redskins i think it's- they're like not
0: and they're not even around where you know where i live obviously there's not even a like a topic of discussion i don't even barely know redskins fans and i'm not even far you know from dc so like you would assume that there would be fans but actually there's definitely way more cowboys fans and way more giants fans there's redskins fans yeah and even and the redskins fans like don't even like care to even argue <laughs> about it anyway? So it's just like they're not even. You nobody even worries about them.
1: that. I know that's why I thought it was funny when somebody was talking shit to me. She lives <laughs> in Atlanta, so I was like, uh, first of all, I, I didn't even know she was a Redskins fan. She's one of my friends from Clemson, and then she came out of nowhere and started talking shit. And I was like, this is funny. And I was like, honestly, we're like Redskins suck balls. Like I'd be embarrassed to say I was a Redskins fan. And I I mainly said that too because they lost. But I just thought it was funny because I'm like. No, no Redskins fan has ever talked shit to me before. This is like funny, like it's so cute. Yeah, you know, I'm, a,
0: I'm kind of like interested of what their arguments would even be. No,
1: no they, no, there was nothing. It was just like we're gonna beat you. You suck. You suck. We're gonna beat you, and I was like, yeah, right. no, you're not, because we're winning. And also, well, what
0: is go ahead. what is annoying to me about even talking in the division is now the Cowboy fans are coming out, and I'm seeing them everywhere. Like they win one game against the Red, uh, the, the Giants, and now you literally can't like not hear Cowboys fans well, talking I mean, shit. Well, and you
1: know how the sportscasters always ride their dick; they're always fucking on. Now that they won one game, I bet they're like gonna be like they're being projected by like fucking Sports Center to like be the Super Bowl champs or something. Not even
0: just not even just Sports Center. I follow CNN on Facebook, and literally, they just talk about the Cowboys. It's just. This is why I hate the Cowboys. It's not even like we're like, we're not bringing them out the woodwork. They're coming out of the woodwork and they're talking shit. They're starting it. And we're not, it's one week and they beat the Giants. And now all I can see on Facebook, all I can hear from people is the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys and talking shit. And I'm like, dude, like the season just started. You won one fucking game. Yeah. Like shut the hell up. I know.
1: We know the truth, okay? Every, every year, everybody rides the dick of the Cowboys. Everybody in media and... It, and they never end up being the Super Bowl champs. And especially when Tony Romo was on the team. If they, I had...
0: haven't, they haven't won. I was, what, eight years old, seven years old? And they still talk about Super Bowl, Super Bowls. Well, you haven't won shit in decades, you know? Like, I don't understand the hype of the Cowboys when they don't, they haven't won anytime soon well, either. So I, they haven't talked shit on us. It's like you were, like, probably, you know, most of the people that are fans of them, they're talking about, like, when we were young,
1: yeah, Tony Romo. So, Tony Romo only went only has been in two playoff games. Two, two.
0: Well, no, he's won two. He's been in six, six but he's lost. That's what I meant. That's what I said. You know, he's he's he won a, two. He never won a meaningful playoff game. He made it to what the second round and then lost. So like the hype about him. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's what so, I mean. Sure.
1: He has yes, two playoff yes, games. Yes, He was
0: a he was a good stats you know, builder. He did good during the regular season. I won't knock him for that. But he didn't win shit. So for people to back him and say he's amazing, he should be in the Hall of Fame, it's absolutely ridiculous. Well,
1: you already – I mean, and the fact that Jerry – probably one of the reasons why Jerry Jones is in the Hall of Fame, even though I've talked so much shit on it, is because he's a good businessman because everybody's always talking about the fucking Cowboys.
0: I know. I know. know. And that's what Jeffrey Jeffrey Lurie does too, but he's not as bad as – as him, like, I, he's in the Hall of Fame because he won the Super Bowls, and granted, that's great, and then he's, like, great at advertising himself in the Cowboys, but, like, again, he hasn't proven to be, like, a great manager or owner since because they literally haven't won anything. Like, yeah, they're finally doing well again it's been a long time. Is yeah, but Jerry Jones
1: or? being in the Hall of Fame for winning Super Bowls doesn't make any sense. I, that's that was my whole point that
0: yeah. from before
1: which because he only won like two Super Bowls, but to be fair, he t- he became their manager in the mid, like like mid dynasty. Like they had already won Super Bowls before Jerry Jones was there. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't All like right. take a, he didn't take like a bunch of bad news bears and whip them into a Super Bowl. They were already a Super Bowl team. Uh, they were already a championship-winning team, so, right. so and the, and he hasn't won a uh, and and he, and even with that team and after that dynasty was over, if that's what you, you want to call it, they he never won any Super Bowls in the 2000s. So he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame for winning Super Bowls because technically he really hasn't. You know, I mean, there's two under are, under I mean, his, was, on his watch, but still yeah, two or three. I, I think it's two. But the, either way, was, I
0: think it's— was- it is three, I believe. They, I don't know if he won three, but I know they won three But they, the But they weren't in
1: this century. They weren't in this yeah, century. Exactly. So, like, what the fuck does it matter? Like, how can you be praised for your performance when your stud co- franchise quarterback has only won two playoff games? You guys have only seen the playoffs six times, and four of those times you lost your first game uh, in the playoffs, and the, the two of those times you only made it to the second playoff game. I mean, those are terrible fucking stats. I, I'm sorry. Right.
0: And no. in, the sen- in, the, in the previous centuries, the, the ones that I actually remember and what actually matter is more of the, um like, you know, right now is that we own the Cowboys. That's all I remember is us beating up on the Cowboys. You know, I remember when Emmett Smith was there very vaguely, and all I remember from there is Don McNabb destroying the Cowboys, and we still have their numbers. So I like them even talking trash. It's like, go back to the nineties and watch those films. If you're so fucking happy about it, because they're not doing that at the moment. Or
1: no, Donnie, you don't even have to go back that far. I mean, if you go back to, you know, 10 years ago when we were playing, uh, when we had, when we had McNabb and we were playing them on like Christmas day, uh, we crushed Tony. That was like the best Christmas. I remember because
0: we like, no, that's what I'm saying. We, just dominated them. He, like, that it was, was, I don't yeah. remember us just dominating the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. And I mean, in recent years, the dynamics of all four teams have changed. Redskins are st- still sucky. But, like, outside of that, you know, the, the a lot of the dynamics have changed. Only really anything that's the same as Eli Manning still plays for the Giants because he's the only quarterback that has been around the longest of the four teams. I mean, he's been there a long he fucking heard, time.
0: Honestly, out of all the teams, and I hate to say it, but if any of them actually have bragging rights out of any of them has to be the Giants cause they've won. But like, that's what I'm saying about the Cowboys even trying to even talk smack at all. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Well,
1: yeah, they won one game and now they're gonna win the Super Bowl. It's like come yeah, on, calm down. Giants. Everybody ca- so calm the fuck down, okay? <laughs> just calm down. You know, like talk about but some We're l- not
0: even that happy that we beat the Redskins. Yeah, we're happy, but we're like, all right, well it's gonna be a long season. What's the next team, you know? Well, not the next team's the Cowboys gonna be hard. Are the best ever. Wow. Didn't you guys lose in the playoffs last year? Well and actually it wasn't even a <laughs> close battle at all so I don't you know it's just annoying to me
1: well I I know it's a. Uh, it it's funny just because it's like you, we could talk on and on and we could talk all day long about how annoying the Cowboys are. And, and I feel like the Redskins are irritating in a different way. It's just like they, if they beat you, it's like, what are you going to do with that win? You're not winning the division most likely. <laughs> no. it's, just, it's just annoying. If it, it's, right. it's like a mosquito bite, you know, that starts bleeding. It's like so annoying. But what I was going to say was, but the good thing is we we beat the Redskins and that was, a, that was huge. Start off the year, beating a division rival, especially the most annoying one of all, all three of of our opponents because of the reasons that we've already stated so that was good and then also what was good was our defense our defense was fucking on point our defense was great i um i am stupid i lost my fantasy game this week and i did and i did not play the eagles defense and i should have i just didn't for some reason because i have them on my bench because our you know our benches are so deep, I have like a backup defense and it was a mistake because their defense scored 17 points in um, ESPN fantasy and they don't even score that high for, as high as like Yahoo for defenses. Yeah, so I'm I mean, sure they I, got they did even be- even better in like other fantasy leagues.
0: It's definitely um, a good I feel like it's a good defense to have this year. It's probably one of the better defenses we had in a while. And it's only because of the uh, defensive line is so um, deep. That we keep rotating in and out guys and keeping them um, healthy. Let I me mean, look at Fletcher Cox. He had like oh, what, yeah. two, two sacks and a strip sack. And so he, he might have got player of the week. I'm not sure if they he should have wanted this week. I'm not sure Fletcher but, Cox
1: because he he's but saved the game in the end, or at least you know yeah. ended the strip game. Strip sack
0: for a fumble. I mean, I mean for a touchdown. So yeah, he's definitely a huge part and that wasn't just him i mean brandon graham was in there yeah um the new guy we got uh jernigan's had a great game i mean it just all around our defensive line just dominated that game it really
1: did now sticking with the good here then let's switch to off uh, and jim schwartz is is off is awesome and i really believe in him as a defensive coordinator and switching to uh offense just As we wrap up the good here. Um, Yeah, I mean, saw some really good things on offense. One thing I have to say, and I was texting you during the game, Aguilar did a good job. Now, I still, he still, I mean, you and I talk a lot, we've talked a lot of shit on him about how much like can't stand him and how much he sucks, and to put him in the slot made me very nervous because that, you know, that means they obviously are, they trust him. So, you know, if they're going to make up, if they're going to put him in that position and he really did do a good job. I, I hope that game built his confidence. The one thing I would say is I still get nervous with even how he catches the ball though. Like he bobbles it a little bit when he, and if, if they were playing a little bit, heavier man coverage it would be a lot easier to defend like you know he's not protecting the ball as well when he's catching it but I don't know if you noticed that I mean it's just some- yeah I
0: did I did and that's always been the knock on him is his uh, his pass catching ability but what I noticed the most out of him which I'm actually happy about I think he improved on the takeaway is he's actually Getting sep like um separation from coverage. Yeah, and I feel like he ha- he's struggled with that in the past. Bad. Getting open. That's another reason why he doesn't get a lot of production. But I mean, if he can just get open like that, I mean it will it and the, it'll be easier catches than obviously being in traffic.
1: He was all over the field. I was really impressed and. I think he's really come a long way. I think his ball handling skills need to improve and that's what made me nervous. But to your point, he's getting away from coverage. So he he you know, at least this time when he's bobbling the ball a little bit, he's away from coverage, so he's still holding on to it versus, you know, bobbling right. it and Exactly. And, and
0: that's what happened last year. He would just get hit and he would drop the ball. He wouldn't he's not good um in like jump ball situations
1: yeah i still don't know how i feel about him but i think he did a good job in the game opener so i feel better about it but he's not my favorite you know no
0: and but the good news is we don't have to rely on him right you know we have jeffries who had a moderate game i i it wasn't the best start to it but he obviously is going to have a you know a definitely uh productive year especially and zach urch so he had nine cat or Eight oh. or nine catches too.
1: So Ertz, that's what I was gonna say. Another good point, Ertz, because Ertz is so solid. And one thing I love about the Ertz Wentz connection is that Wentz, when he's under pressure, he can't. You know, nobody's open. If he can just stay on his feet and you know get out of the you know the mess of the pocket as the pocket starts to collapse, that's what he does. He just waits for Ertz. If he can't, if he doesn't have anywhere to go with it, he just basically. You know, as long as our line holds up, waits for him to get open because he always does. And that's like always his like default. And I love that they have that like sort of relationship on the field because it is so important. And Earths was had a great week. He was he was actually my highest scoring receiver on my fantasy team. And for you know, and and as a tight end, that's awesome. Yeah, but, I mean, because, you know, for a tight end, he produces. He and, and it's- Yeah,
0: he does. And I think that, actually, in my opinion, uh, I, I like a little bit more of the Jordan Matthews trade just because they're finally using Ertz. Um, yeah. Kind of more in the offense. Like, Ertz has always had production, but, I mean, nine catches is pretty high for usually his first game. Usually doesn't do something like that. But I like that he's using him in third down
1: Um, situation
0: because he just catches everything he doesn't drop balls and that's what we need so he's gonna he's gonna get first downs for us. and he gets open he
1: gets open you know exactly that's the most important thing i think with i think with jeffrey i think the cup like i know i think he only had two catches maybe three um but with with the small amount of work that he did do like even even just like him like the first catch he made he just like beasted it it's just like the Ah. way he catches it it's like the so the opposite of what we're talking about with Aguilar. He just catches it, and it, it's just like locked in. It's like a magnet. He just beasts the ball, right. you know, and I think he had, yeah, he,
0: had a tough ma- he had a tough matchup. He's going against Josh Norman, who's one of the top, you know. I was just uh, going to
1: say, he was covered, it, you know, when he, he he did his best to get open, but he was like, they had double coverage on him at times. He was really covered that whole, yeah, covered they keyed up. On,
0: they definitely keyed on him because they wanted to take him out of the game and have us win it the other way, which we did.
1: But he really went, like, he. you know, there was a couple, I think there was a pass, Attempt that uh, uh, it might have been in the end zone or close to the end zone that Wentz made, and he he actually prevented because uh, inter- it wasn't a well it wasn't a wealth it was a it was he threw it into coverage basically and, ah. and yeah that way it was in the end zone the back corner of the end zone uh, back left corner and and Jeffrey like. You know, if, if he didn't make the moves that he made, it would have actually been intercepted. So he he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, good yeah. like that. It yeah.
0: Was a fly, it was a fly pattern. Yeah. I yeah. Remember.
1: So he's. And it was
0: actually Norman who was covering him, I believe. Yeah.
1: So I mean, the ball was almost picked off, but it, because of Jeffrey. And the type of player he is, he actually prevented an interception because the ball was thrown into coverage. So there was nothing he yeah, could exactly. do. So that's why I like him. I mean, he one-hands the ball. He beasts the ball. Um, he's good when he, – you know, he he's good in those types of situations, in the fly pattern um, that we were just talking about. So when he can get open or when he's not like – you know, that's that's going to be the biggest thing. I mean, they're going to – you know, he's – the best wide receiver we have on the team, so they're going to cover him, you know. And he's yeah. got, he's just got to get open and all that stuff. But, um, and I'd like to see Torrey Smith do more too. I liked, how, I liked that play attempt in the beginning of the game, even though, uh, it, it, the ball it wasn't.
0: I like honestly though that, yeah, and it's good. Hopefully, we're not just going to use him to run flies every game. That's it because. I would like him to run, you know, you know, shorter patterns too. But they, you know, they only—it seemed like they only keyed on him to go deep, yeah, which is good. And he's getting open, but I, I would like him to run other patterns too.
1: Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, because he can do more, you know. There's yeah. all, and, and the last thing I think that was good was our run game. I think Blount—he impressed me. I wasn't that keen on him going into the, just because of you know the past, and I wasn't that keen on him going in, going into the season. I didn't really like. I wasn't that excited that the Eagles acquired him, but he's between him and Spurls, they really have something dynamic going there because he's a power back, you know, and yeah. he's a beast. And I thought he did he did much better than I I expected. I really think that uh, he, that was a good pickup for us. I, I was pleasantly surprised with him at Agalor. Those were the two that I wasn't too keen on going into the season.
0: Yeah, and I'm you know still up in the air on both of them, but at least from that game, they definitely looked. Than what I was hoping,
1: yeah. So I think the bad things are obviously the injuries, you know, Darby, and then yeah,
0: that was a brutal, brutal injury looking. But I mean, he's only out four to six weeks apparently, so that's that again, that's better news than what I thought. But yeah, that was a brutal injury, and
1: that's around the time we get Sydney back, right? Uh,
0: they I don't know, they, they say that, but I don't see him coming back. A torn Achilles is pretty, pretty serious injury. Um, I would like to see him back, but I don't. Even if he comes back, I don't even know um, how much he would even get playing time. Yeah. So So it's more just hoping that Darby kind of comes back, and then maybe Sidney Jones kind of works in very late in the season if he even comes back that soon.
1: Yeah, but I mean, otherwise, I think the defense played very solid. We had a couple injuries. I think uh, I would like to see our offensive line improve. Are we? We had. We
0: had uh Well Sar- Jason Peters got was injured. I don't yeah. know how serious it was. So him getting knocked out kinda set us back a little bit. Yeah, the line was a little bit shaky, and I thought it was gonna be how they were talking it up, but I mean in another injury with Jason Peters again if hopefully he comes back. I don't know how again I don't know how serious it was. Yeah, but I wasn't- if we if we lose him it's not good.
1: I wasn't impressed with the line, especially after he went out. And so that kind of makes me nervous. I think Wentz works really well. I mean, he, he works as well as he could. He worked as well as he could, in, you know, when the line would start to cr- when it would start, the pocket would start to crumble, you know, and he'd have to, right. you know, he made some amazing plays, actually, when, he, when he'd have to run out of the pocket. But, you know, obviously, you don't want your quarterback to have to do that, you know, I mean, no, exactly. And so that that I thought I thought it looked a little shaky. Even even when Peters was there from the start of the game, really, he got sacked a couple times. So, I mean, those are the types of things that we really need. Like, the, so that so I I would say that's like it's something. Peters getting hurt is bad because it's something that we need to keep our eye on. But I also think that. um you know they they did okay, but they, but you always you know, having on a, a strong offensive line is so important. I mean, the years that we had McNabb on the team, I mean, our our line was so good that he could just dance around in the pocket. I remember that's why that he had happy right. feet. He could just fucking take a nap John in there. Years, yeah, yeah I know. And and so it's it's like that's the type of line you want to see. I mean, you want to see you, you know you don't want to have see Wentz running around all the time, but he is good under pressure, and that's that's really important. So that's that is nice to see. Um, And the other thing I would say that's not terrible, but it it could fall in the bad category is some of we talked about it before Peterson's play calling. I hope it gets a little bit better in some in some in some tight situations. He was making some questionable play calls. But I would also say I can the only thing luckily there's not anything ugly going on right now at the Eagles except for Doug Doug Peterson's visors. That's just straight ugly.
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, exactly. He don't he looks you, like don't a fucking, mim- you don't want to mimic um, Chip Killing in any way. He wear just visor, looks like so. a
1: nerd and his hair is long, so it like sticks out of the visor. I just, I'm just like, come on. Like, you're not playing golf. Wear a hat. Just wear a hat, you know? Wear, I'm going to write him a letter. Wear a hat, or maybe he'll see this post. Doug Peterson, when you call a bad play, especially, you add insult to injury by wearing a visor
0: i think he uh he's a flip-flop guy too so a visor and flip-flops is way to go no no come
1: on (laughs) be a baller be like cool you know don't be a fucking dork uh yeah it it really bothered me the whole time It, it just really got under my skin this whole visor thing i don't like it i i don't like it at all so, yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure I haven't worn a visor since I was in like fifth grade. So. I
1: mean, they used to be cool, but they're they're not cool, right? Like, they're not nah, cool. No, nah.
0: no, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it, him wearing it's like the literally like I can't even think of when who would even like approve of that, but.
1: Well. Nobody like the NFL shouldn't approve of it. You know, like his wife shouldn't approve of it. Whoever lets yeah. him walk out of the house shouldn't approve it. That's his,
0: what I was thinking. His players like,
1: should be like, you You look like a dork, man. Like change <laughs> your shit. Because I get it in golf. Like you wear a visor.
0: No, not even. I don't. You're I, me playing golf. I, I don't even see people wearing visors anymore. So okay. I don't I don't know where the fab came at, at all. I'm well, here's
1: that. the point of a visor. The point is to keep the sun out of your eyes, but to keep the top open so your head doesn't sweat. So right. that I understand, I guess, like the the premise behind it. But like, so if you're playing a, a a sport that takes four hours, I think that's why you tend to see more golfers even today wearing visors more than like any other sport, maybe because it's like a four hour long game in the sun, I, I guess. I'm just I'm just uh, assuming. I yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even I feel like it, it shouldn't even make your head that much cooler considering the sun is beating down on your head now. So, I mean. Yeah, like I your mean, head probably bizarre. a sunburn. If it's windy out, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't get them either. Well, I
1: don't know, but they're dorky and stupid and embarrassing. So I really think that Doug Peterson should, Peterson should reevaluate his hat, his what he wears on his head, his head choices, <laughs> and his play calling to some degree. But outside of that, I would say there's a lot of good, only a little bit bad. O- only one thing that's ugly, and it's him in, in visors. And outside of that, I think. You know that what's ahead. We're gonna be in Kansas City this week. That's gonna be a tough game, man. Nobody saw that one coming. It that would be. It's gonna be, yeah, a it's gonna be exciting
0: though, just because of um, Doug going against his former coach Andy. You know, yeah. <clears throat> so it's always. I mean, we'll see. Let's see if he can get like get to him, like know like his downfalls, Andy's downfalls maybe he'll like like expose it so we'll see
1: well we haven't yet so we need to figure no, that out i
0: mean what, i mean that's andy reed for you he doesn't lose in the regular season but he'll lose when you go to playoff time so
1: yeah what do you think about um agalor's fantasy value this season
0: uh i'm not i don't know i'm not like like really high on especially the eagles in general it seems like you know one guy will have production one game and then he'll like you know kind of fall off the next game and it'd be somebody else. So, yeah. he he might have value, but I don't think it's like a high value. I think it's like a plug-in player. So at least he's bench worthy in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he had a big game this week. Um I think after week 2 to see if they use him in the same capacity in the slot like they did, uh will determine if he's somebody that's worth picking up because if they use him as, as much as they used him in week 1. And again, you can never go based on anything in week 1. You hear that no, Cap- and, and Cowboy and couple, fans?
0: A couple of his catches were broken plays, so it wasn't even designed to him. Yeah. So.
1: so, But but I think he could be benchworthy. You're right. And I also think Jeffrey will have to keep an eye on him, too, because I know he got picked up by most people, especially in deeper leagues, already in the draft. But he's kind of like a boomer bust type player. I think he's going to have some really big games for us. And then he's going to have some other games like he just did this past week where he doesn't really get much production. So it just depends because he's going to be covered a lot, you know. So I think that just depends, too. But otherwise, I think um, I think Ertz is always a good one just because he's like to your point, the offense is inconsistent in terms of like targets. And that's why the Eagles are tough in fantasy. But Ertz is always a good one because that's Wentz's go to. So he always has, like, at least a couple catches per game. So you can, like, always count on him to be somewhat productive.
0: He's the most comfortable player that he can throw to.
1: Yeah, which is good because he scores points like a wide receiver does in my league. So I'm excited about that, even though I lost my game this week by five points. But whatever. (laughs) But
0: yeah, I like his value. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we have a tough game ahead. But uh, the good, the bad and the ugly recap for the week um, actually had more the most of it in the good category. So that's always a good sign. Can't say that about some years in the past. And um, we beat the Redskins in for the first time in six, six. I think it's six games, like I said before. So that's exciting. Yeah. All right. See, well, I'll let you go. And we have uh week or We have we're on Sunday this week, right? Kansas City. Yeah, game. it's
0: a one o'clock game.
1: Yeah. So we've got the mid afternoon game. Uh, well, well, for me, it's 10 a.m. So I call it the morning game. But because um, most of our games are at 10 or 1 p.m. Your time. Uh, yeah. So I basically just like roll out of bed and like lay on my couch with like crest in my eyes and watch the game. <laughs> But it's nice because by the time the game's over, I still have my whole day because we have a lot of 10 a.m. games. So Yeah, it's
0: like, I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing, it seems like. I, I never, you know, obviously I've always, all our games start at 1 o'clock, so, we, yeah. you know, everything's later on, so I never really witnessed a game being at 10 o'clock, so I don't even know how it's like.
1: Yeah, it's, it's well, I mean, that's what I've been witnessing since I've lived out here for a decade or 11 years is it gets, it's over by like 12.30, one o'clock. It's be, it's pretty much getting over my time when it's starting your time. So then it's like, oh, it's one o'clock. What do I do with my whole life? <laughs> I got. I could water the plants and build a fence and. I- well, actually, right now I'm building a headboard out of pallets, but that's a whole other thing. I was just sanding. Actually, I got a new sander before you called. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm about to go. I'm about to go start painting. So we're all doing great things today. Oh
1: yeah, and I get my saw tomorrow. So just pray I don't cut my finger off.
0: Yeah, don't do that.
1: I won't. It's a compact circular saw or something like that. So. Uh, yeah, you'll be alright. Yeah. So. Just it- don't- What's up? Just
0: don't put your just don't put your hand in front of the blade. That's all. Yeah,
1: and luckily I'm not retarded, so that probably won't happen. But you never yeah, know. Exa- exactly. All right. Well, I'll catch up with you after the Kansas City game. We can talk about that week's good, the bad, and the ugly. All
0: right. Cool. Sounds good.
1: All right. Have a great rest of your day, bro.
0: All right. You too. Love you. Bye. Bye.